0: If you like Rogan and Rodney, be sure to check out Petros and Money. Hear them live weekdays at 3 on AM570 LA Sports or podcast their show on the iHeartRadio app by searching Petros and Money. And we continue Fred Rogan and Rodney P on
1: the Big Friday Show where we don't care on AM570 LA Sports. We do not. No, only two hours today, Rodney. Just two hours for us. So uh, Dan Wojcicki, we'll get more into the Lakers tonight, joins us at the bottom of the hour. But now we've got to wrap up the weekend strong, got to get ready for Mother's Day, got to have some spirituality. And to do that, there is only one man that can unite us. One man that can bring us all together. That man is Victor Brick. And it is time for the Daily Haiku at 2, which today is at 1.07. Well, because it's at 1 o'clock, Rodney. I have to say it's at 1 if it's the Daily Haiku at 2. You don't have to give me that eye. I know. I know you don't like it, but we have to be exact. The Haiku at 2 is a name brand.
2: It's well-known, Fred. You could do the Haiku at 2 at midnight, Fred. You still call it the Haiku at 2, and it doesn't need Anyone or anybody saying it's at 107. Well, now it's time for the haiku at two and let it go.
1: Which today is now at 108. Oh, Lord. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll get an official ruling from the haiku master himself, Vic the Brick. Hello, Vic.
3: Good afternoon, Fred. Hi
1: Vic. Good <laughs> God.
3: Rodney, <laughs> you are so right. It is the high cooler too. It doesn't matter what time it is. It could be the midnight hour. It's a high cooler too, y'all.
1: Yes. Yes, it is. Today It's been branded. Uh, yeah. It's but been branded that, today at 109. You does not need that it. Fred. You does not need that. that Fred. It doesn't why
3: enhance it, Fred?
1: I don't want people confused thinking it's 2 o'clock. If I go haiku at 2, they go, oh, my God, it's 2 o'clock. No, it's 109.
3: The haiku at 2 is basically an ephemeral term, Fred. It could be any time, anywhere. It's a time and space. Yes.
0: Kevin, it's what do you cl- think? Yes. It's the number, Fred. Fred, I find number it Fred. I find it hard to believe that somebody would listen to the show and say, oh, my God, it's actually 2? Without <laughs> looking at their phone or the clock
2: in their car right does the does the restaurant fridays need to be closed on monday tuesday wednesday and (laughs) thursday
3: salient (laughs) (laughs) points
1: that was good that was good (laughs) Rodney.
3: he's the executive producer of the Rogan and Rodney show. Please put your hands together. Show the love. It's Dr. Kevin Figures. Yeah, come on now. Mm. Dr. Fig. Mm-hmm. And you know him. You love him. He's on the ones and the twos and the threes and the fours. A Ronnie Fasciano. <laughs> now, Coming off a big win in Know Your Squad.
1: Yes, <laughs> Nice somebody acknowledge that. A big win. Big win. <laughs> yes, yes.
3: Anytime you get Chuck Muncie in, it's a good day.
1: Yes, Vic.
3: Happy Mother's Day to all the beautiful mothers out there. We love you. Hug your mom. Treat her extra special. It's not just flowers, it's Burke Williams. The whole thing. Really give your mom the the ultimate love. Not just Sunday, but every day, every moment. She's a saint, she's a goddess. And get this, fellas. Coming up on Sunday, of course, is Mother's Day, but also another big day for me. It's the start of another sumo tournament from Japan.
2: Here we go. Oh, yeah.
3: And I have a, a new favorite, and I want you to listen t- to how we pronounce his name, because it's wonderful. Waka-taka-kage. Waka-taka-kage.
1: Waka-taka-kage.
0: Oh, so Waka-Flocka is doing similar wrestling? Cool. What if,
2: what if they actually wrestled each other? Waka-taka-kage versus Waka-Flocka Flame. <laughs>
3: It'll be a good matchup. Wakataka Kage is from Fukushima, so he's a local. Oh, you know, Fukushima. From the, Fukushima, of course, which was you know the site of that horrific trifecta of disaster about ten years ago. He's a very, very proud member of that of that town, and he's in action on Sunday, if, next 15 days. So if you, if you get a chance, see my man. He's he's not the biggest of sumo wrestlers, but he, He fights with an incredible fighting spirit. Just like Modelo Especial. Waka Taka Akage.
1: Why drop that in, Vic? (laughs) Why the Modelo Especial?
3: (laughs) Because you know me. (laughs) I like a cerveza.
1: I'll do anything for a buck. You know me.
3: It's totally unsolicited, Fred. Oh, okay. I love the beer. I've been drinking that beer for a long time. Yeah? And this is probably my first foray into uh, Mexico many years ago. I, I drank okay. Modelo. Absolutely.
1: Tijuana. Don't get me started on Tijuana. Well, Vic, it's Friday. You can get started on Tijuana. Well, let's get started on this beautiful haiku. Okay. Hey, yes. Dick, what happened to the uh the other sumo guy that got hurt in the last tournament? The oh.
3: Hakaho. It's a yeah. that's a great, great great dig there. Great get. I believe he's wrestling I'll find out Sunday. I'll give you that I'll give you guys a report on Hakaho on Monday. Hakaho. Hakaho, man. You know he's won 44 championships. This could be you know his Albert Pujols days, you know what I'm saying, his last swan song. Yeah great champion yeah i uh, will see but waka takakage is my my fresh prince okay and check him out he's, he's about 27 years old he's about 270 270 pounds he's it's not a gigantic sumo guy but he fights with that mad death energy that mde that disdain for death profound in its essence. Waka-taka-kage. Okay. I'm pulling out all the stops for the Dodgers. Something's gotta give it the big A tonight. Both teams down the rabbit hole, Dodgers and the Angels both in a severe funk. Angels of course swept by the Rays, you know, despite Otani-san hitting 14 home runs. Still got swept. And of course, the Dodgers and the free fall—they will correct. Dodger fans, it's a feeling, you. This yes. is by Busan. Are you? Fred thought that was—I <laughs> thought that was a whole <laughs> haiku. <laughs> I was waiting for the gong. <laughs> that was the—that was the, the introduction. Kind
1: me. of a premature celebration there. Like an intro. Okay.
3: It's a haiku for you, Friday, May the seventh, by Busan. The plum trees are in bloom. The long night brings the dawn. My time has come at last. Time has come tonight at the Big A. I'm feeling you, oh, Busan.
4: <laughs>
2: Fred.
3: Fred, are you trying to figure
2: out where where Busan ended and Big began?
1: I have a pretty good idea of where he <laughs> ended and where he began, and I'll tell you why. Because I think we had the exact same haiku last week, Vic. I think it was the identical haiku. Time has come and come. Right, my time, time, time has time come. come we had the exact same thing last week.
3: I might, I may have enhanced it.
1: I don't know. The, if it's with, the exact same thing. Though. I think it was the same one.
3: We'll have to get out. We'll have to get out the haiku tapes, the haiku <laughs> archives, and find out.
1: Okay, now you're on rerun, Vic.
3: Well, well, my enhancements, Freds. <laughs> or, or, or you know, from the heart and from the soul. Yeah. And I'm predicting a giant game tonight from Gavin Lux. You heard it here first, Luxy. Luxy's gonna have a
1: big game. Okay. Well, yeah, I, you know, hopefully, Luxie, man. Because hold the bagels. It's not hold the bagels. I'll just take the Lux. No, just take, give me the Lux. It's not like he has been uh, tearing the cover off the ball. Victor.
3: No, no. Who, only Justin Turner, really. You heard David Vasse? Only Justin Turner has really kept his end of the bargain. Everyone, you know, again, I mean, when Mookie and Seager don't hit, there's no offense. He's right. I mean, that's it. That's the engine. That's the catalyst. That's the juice. That's what drives this engine. And, you know, you know, Mookie is making contact. But, you know, Seager's been a mess, but he'll find the way. The Dodgers will find the way. That's what they do. They find the way. It's a long, wacky season. They'll find the way. Right now, the funk, the funk is... Is on. Yeah, every team goes to the funk. I mean, really, they're only a game and a half behind the hated ones. I mean, this is nothing to get freaked out about.
1: No, I agree with that. I agree 100. percent. This is nothing to get freaked out about.
3: No, no, it's like you know, game 32. What are we, 17 and 15? You know, with 32 games, we got 130 games left.
0: It's lit. Fire!
1: Stories lighting up the sports headlines. Presented by our friend and the man that should be your attorney, Jacob Ronnie. This weekend, if you have any kind of problems, if you get into an accident of any kind, you got to call Jacob, and you got to call him immediately. They're there twenty four seven. So remember, 844-24-JACOB.
0: Accident injury, call Jacob and Ronnie, call Jacob. Apparently some people are taking issue with LeBron James not being on the bench with the Lakers despite the fact that he's not even playing. Uh, he was not in attendance for their win against the Nuggets, wasn't there last night for the loss against the Clippers, and did not travel with the team to Portland for tonight's game. Frank Bogle said it wasn't injury related as to why he wasn't there, he just simply wasn't with the team and had his own reasons for it. A report from the four letter network said that the Lakers are actually allowing James to stay away from the team so we can stay off of his ankle as much as possible. Is it a big deal that LeBron is not with the team when he's not playing, Fred?
1: No, not at all. He's not playing. What is he supposed to do? Be a cheerleader on the bench, I guess? I don't know. What's he? The way they're gonna play? No, <laughs> not even necessary. <laughs> just stay away get healthy and get back when it counts it means absolutely nothing if he's not there at this point rodney just get healthy mm. no and it, again it's
2: you it, can't es- he can't escape it just just want to pick on lebron and find in anything that you can that to, to, to throw stones at him it's not a big deal uh, let it let it go it's not a big deal that he's not with the team traveling with the team um i, I don't know why people just still love to nitpick at everything he does you know kind of like coming into the arena with some wine that was important <laughs> that, that was really important
0: <laughs> you only say that Fred, because he didn't have any for you yes well okay fine he didn't so it was important
1: <laughs> this is the only thing
3: the only move that makes sense why should LeBron schlep to Portlandia? He's got a high ankle sprain. Let it heal. Let it heal so LeBron at least gets a couple games in before the playoffs. And you're, you're right. Rodney, everyone's attacking LeBron James. Has anyone yep. seen LeBron James's career? He's yeah, insane. We, he's we, insane. We, I think he's we know insane.
1: his body of work. Big.
3: We know his body of work, and for everyone to attack him, you know, especially, you know, for his uh, online stuff. I mean, he's been so spot on. He's had a couple of hiccups, but you know, who doesn't? You know, when you go social media, it's it's either a revelation or it can explode in your face. That's the nature of social media, and you know, and his revelations have been uh, exhilarating over the years. So, I'm with Braun. I'm riding the Braun train. If you're a Laker fan, of course you're riding the Braun train. I'm just glad AD is going to try to play tonight. Yeah, AD, you know, he, he's a very, very uh, odd enigma health-wise, isn't he? I mean, he, he he backs up into the scorer's table and gets back spasms. That's odd. That was a very odd moment last night.
1: Yeah, well, he twisted his ankle, then he got back spasms. That That happens to him. It happens. You know, the, same thing for him. Just get healthy for the playoffs.
0: Exactly. That's all you need. You get Shrew back. We need Shrew. Well, the uh, yet-to-be bar mitzvah Jude Randall, who's having a career no. year with the uh, with the Knicks there, Vic. 24 points, 10 boards. 42% from three. I mean, he wouldn't even take the three when he was with the Lakers. My goodness. That's right. Amazing. That's right. So he's actually up for a contract extension from the Knicks this offseason. Apparently, the Knicks are willing to give it to him, but now Randall is vacillating as to whether or not he wants to take it or wait for an additional year where he can have more years and more money on his contract. Likely gonna be the most improved player for sure this year. Some people actually think he should get some MVP talk. I don't know if that's gonna happen. I doubt that's gonna happen, but I guess Fred, if I put you in Julius Randle's shoes, do you gamble on yourself and play another season, hoping you have another big year and cash in even more? Or do you take the extension that's right in front of you right now? If I'm Julius
1: Randle, I take the money right now. I mean, we know anything can happen. We know about injuries. He's earned the money, a hundred million dollars. He'll be okay. He'll have bus fare. It'll work. He go out to dinner.
0: One nineteen is, I believe, what he can get this off season. He can get up to one forty two or forty three the the next off season, I believe. Um, I take the money now, Rodney.
2: Yeah. What can you buy with one forty that you can't buy with one nineteen? Right. Um. Yeah. And there's no guarantees that he's gonna have the same same kind of year or doesn't get hurt. I mean, I think everybody is kind of looking at the Boogie Cousins situation going, man, I don't ever want to be in that that position. And and, and so if it's put there and he's, he can get 119 this year as opposed to waiting for 143, like you said, for next year, I'm taking the 119. And, and let's go. Let's go.
3: Drew Randall is, is a physical player who plays most of the game he is very open to a serious injury just the way he plays he must take the money now take dolan's money you've earned it drew randall you've had an amazing year uh thanks to tom thibodeau and the rest of the uh the the nick organization so if i'm drew randall not only will i get bar Mitzvah, but i'm also taking the 119 million dollars he's a ferocious player and he plays most of the game So odds are he will suffer an injury eventually. He's played every game for the Knicks. Who plays every game? How about nobody but Julius Randle.
0: The NCAA is instituting a new anti-flopping rule for this upcoming season for college basketball. The examples of what the officials will be looking for is block charge plays, players falling to the court despite not being contacted during field goal attempts, dribblers who bob their heads to simulate being contacted, Manu Ginobili did that all the time, and players who act like they were a recipient of contact despite not being touched. If you are deemed to have been flopping, they will assess you a technical foul. Or you agree with this uh, ruling, Fred, to get technical fouls or to get flopping, I should say, out of college basketball? I don't like flopping at all.
1: You know, the Lakers have some great floppers on the pro level. Yeah, I think you have to – it's not soccer. You know, it's not like you get hit and you go down like you've been run over by a truck. No, I, I like it. I don't like the flopping, Rodney. I think it's fine. Yeah, no, I like the
2: rule. I don't like to, I don't like the flopping either. They need to get rid of it at all levels. I don't care if it's a six-year-old playing basketball at the rec league. They need to get rid of flopping. It's it's no place for it. And it's gotten worse. And everything that happens in professional sports starts to trickle down and it has tricking, trickled down into college basketball. And let's get rid of it altogether. So I'm I'm in agreement with this new rule.
3: Flopping is weak. Bannett, Adios, Sayonara bye bye I hate the flopping and it's it just shows you can't play defense if you don't want to put your body in front of a of your opposing player and do it the right way where you can pick up the charging foul and you you act you know like Brad Pitt although I don't know if Brad Pitt's ever taken a charge.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure about that either, Vic.
3: You've seen a new commercial with George Clooney and Brad Pitt? It's hilarious. Where George Clooney is like uh, a fanboy of Brad Pitt. Oh. His whole room is made up of posters of Brad Pitt. That's pretty oh, it's funny. hilarious. George Clooney, man. Clooney and Pitt. Anyway, <laughs> yeah,
1: flopping. Flop is ridiculous. <laughs> what?
0: Clooney and Pitt, man. Clooney and Pitt. <laughs> Uh, Logan Paul is set to fight Floyd Mayweather uh, about a month from now, as a matter of fact, June 6th. Woo! And there was a giant hype event, you know, pump up event yesterday at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. And the controversy was not surrounding Logan and Floyd. It was actually Logan's brother, Jake and Floyd. Jake jumped into Floyd's face. They start jawing at each other. Jake takes Floyd's hat off and says, got your hat. And then tries to run away from him <laughs> like a little kid. And they have this whole thing where they have a dust-up, Floyd gives them to like a semi-headlock, and they have to be pulled apart from each other. Now, Logan said this was not something that was a stunt to try to hype up the event. Oh, this no. was not scripted whatsoever. No, no. We didn't want this to happen. No. This is very, very unfortunate. Fred, do you believe Logan when he says he did not put his brother Jake up to this to try to hype up the fight? I do not. And uh, <laughs> I have a
1: question for you. Yes. How long is it? Is this one going to go? Yeah, how long will Floyd let this go? The over/under on rounds yeah. or minutes into the first round? No, I, is it a real fight or is this one of those exhibitions?
2: Yeah, if it, if if Floyd lets it go more than a, a round, then everybody knows it's all for it's all for show for sure. I mean, it is already. Right. But it should. It should not last a round. Right. I mean, if they're both fighting and Floyd's fighting and they're doing this, it shouldn't. I mean. It's, it's like he carried Conor McGregor for all those rounds and then decided, okay, now yep. it's time to end it. Exactly. And, and, it's, and, and I don't buy the hype, not this, not a 100%. It's what those guys do. It's what both the Paul brothers do. They hype it up and stage things and make it happen. And, I mean, you can be mad at them, mad at them if you want, but they have created something that is a phenomenon that's going on within boxing. So... It, it, it is what it is, but it's just like when Floyd and Conor McGregor were fighting and all the trash talking that was going on then at every press conference around the country, around the globe, they would yell and, and really go below the belt. Yet, oftentimes they'd get on the same pl- private plane and go to the next city. So it's all part of the deal.
3: I love the Lich thing. Amazing that you can grab the hat off of Floyd run away with the hat and create such bedlam. <laughs> it's beautiful pandemonium. That's what it's about. you gotta hype the fight It's an exhibition. I mean who cares about this fight but that's this is juice if people it's a pay-per-view they want if people think it's it's gonna it's gonna have some some excitement they're gonna buy the fight this uh, this Paul phenomenon is unbelievable. You know, this J- Jake and Les and Billy Paul and Les Paul. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who Billy are these guys? <laughs> Where'd they come from? They came from the internet. They're tremendous. It's, they're good for sports. They really are. I mean, <laughs> on, a th- on a Thursday, this guy's grabbing the hat off of Floyd Mayweather and somewhere in Florida. And creating this insane chaos, it's great. (laughs) I mean, it's harmless, but it's great.
1: And that's what's lighting up the headlines. Kevin's been great. If you're the Lakers, you just tell LeBron and AD you're done. Thanks, brother. You're just done until the playoffs begin, because we're not in a very good place anyway you look at it when we get started. We'll talk about that next with Dan Wojcicki. If you missed any of Rogan and Rodney, you can podcast it on the iHeartRadio app.
0: Rogan and Rodney. AM five seventy LA Sports. I'm
1: coming in fast. First place, you coming in last. I'm in that, right. in that,
0: gas. I'm in that,
2: in that. That's right. It's Friday. We do not care. That,
1: we do not care, Freddie Rogan. We, we do not love, care. Nope. Not one bit. Not one bit. Laker fans. You should care, but I don't think I'd be too concerned no matter what happens, because it'll be what it'll be, and the playoffs are all that matter. Let's bring on our insider from the LA Times, our dear friend Dan woyke Dan, how are you today,
4: guys? I'm good. Um, hearing Rodney talk about Friday got me thinking. Um, what is your guys' favorite song about a Friday? It's got to be Johnny Kemp's "Just Got Paid," right? Yes, is that of the course. Best song ever about a it's Friday?
2: Friday night, just got paid.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
2: yeah. or what, or Friday. or back in the '70s, thank God it's Friday. Yeah. Yeah. That
1: one's true too.
4: Yeah, it's true. Right. Both are good. Dan. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Any- Dr. Dre had a song about Friday that was good. Yeah. I believe. Or Ice Cube, I think, actually. I'm sorry. From the Friday soundtrack. That's a good Friday song. Sorry. Anyways, Fred, what do you want to talk about?
1: Oh, no. I, I just w- welcome everybody to, uh, you know, Real 92.3, because that's where we talk about <laughs> the Friday song Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Dan is well rounded, yes, Fred. He is. That's what he's showing you. <laughs> that's yes. right. What yes. can I do? All right. Well, I'm sure there are things. Now, Dan, here's yeah. my theory. Tell me if you agree. My theory is, starting tonight, LeBron and AD are done for the rest of the regular season. Lakers, they're going to be where they're going to be. Play in tournament, six-seat, whatever. It's not going to be good. Why even put them out there at this point? Just try to get them as ready to go as possible,
4: and then put all the chips in the middle and go for it. Um. I think if it was, like, if they were, like, Teslas, right, and you had could just, like, go from zero, you know, to 80 in a blink with a switch, I would say that's what you would do. But, I I mean, I think it's pretty clear watching Anthony Davis that this is a player who needs to find his rhythm in games, you know, and uh, that while that does expose him um, to things like running into the scorer's table um, or back spasms or whatever it might be, that ultimately, right, like, he needs to be on the court because when they do matter and, and based on where the Lakers are going to finish um, their games, I mean, if if they are to go to the finals, they will have to win three difficult series in a row. It'll be much harder than it was last year. Um, and so you need, not only do you need those guys healthy, but you need them sort of ready too, um, on the court. And I think sitting them down for two weeks might get you closer to being healthy. Um, I don't think it gets you any closer to being ready. So that's sort of the difficult balance that they have to find right now. Look, I, I do think, though, you've touched on something interesting, <clears throat> and this is something I'm coming around to a little bit, which is like maybe it, just, maybe it doesn't matter if they end up in the play-in tournament or not, that if, if you're the seventh seed or you finish, I'm sorry, if you finish seventh in the West and you're right. in that play-in tournament, you're going to have two games at home to win. You, to win one. You get two chances at Staples Center, right? And like, yeah, maybe Steph Curry goes crazy and gets you – but as of today, then you've got to—you would have to beat John Morant and the Grizzlies, or you know Demar Derozan and the Spurs. And look, weird things can happen in a one-game series, obviously. But but if if you go 0-2 at home with your season on the line, like what kind of damage were you going to do in the playoffs, anyways? You know what difference does it cool. make? And, and cool. I and, and I th- and I think that you know here's another thing too: Are, are we a hundred percent sure? And this is probably disrespectful. Are we a hundred percent sure that it wouldn't be easier? to beat Utah or Phoenix in a blast series than it would be to beat the Clippers anyways. That's a fair question. I that, that, yeah. I mean like, so, yeah. so maybe this isn't the disaster. Look, what they would lose is they would lose practice time. Right. And, and that matters, especially considering that they haven't practiced. They've been a team largely with the exception of Thursday that that's responded well to practices. Um, you know, and like, like to your point, like the rest and recovery could be valuable, um, as they, you, you know, like we've said all year, right? Like if they're hundred percent, like they've got a decent chance and if they're not, you know, they probably don't really have a shot, um, while that practice time. And so the, the way, the way the playing guys works is like, you know, those games essentially there's a weak buffer between the end of the regular season and the start of the playoffs. And, and in that period, there will be the quote unquote play tournament. Right. And, and so like it would cost the Lakers probably two or three days off. Which would maybe matter, but look, it, like if those guys are back and they're close to healthy, anyways, like I mean, LeBron has barely played in the last month. You know, Anthony Davis has barely played in the last three months. Um, they should be fresh. It's not a matter of like you know fatigue as much as it is rhythm. So I, I, that that to me is maybe maybe this is just me being like the eternal optimist that I am. But like maybe the plan isn't like the you, you know the, the, the doomsday scenario. It maybe it seemed like.
2: Yeah, it, it it may not be. It may not be. Um, and it so and uh, let me get this straight. You you take getting your rhythm back over getting totally healthy. In terms of say like Anthony Davis, you you take him needing to play on, you know, some back spasm going on and and, and, and a chinkered sure. ankle that he just had, you know, that just happened um, over over resting him. And just when he and LeBron are, are back as healthy as they're going to be, let's go take our chances with them healthy as opposed to trying to find the rhythm.
4: I would tell you, go back to that Sacramento game, um, LeBron's first game back, right? And think about how disjointed the, the Lakers looked and how out of rhythm they looked. And, like, I don't think that you want those guys, again, in a play tournament, like, roll out of bed and go play. You know, I, look, look, do I think they could win? Certainly. Um, I think it'd be. I, th- I think their chances are better um, while exposed to some risk, right? Like the goal isn't to win a play-in tournament. The goal isn't to win a first round playoff series. Like the goal is to win a title. And I think their best chance to win a title is to get Anthony Davis in sort of superstar rhythm as soon as possible. Because if he's not a superstar, like this isn't going to work. Um, it's just not. Like there are there are too many other good teams and too many other good players that the Lakers would eat, we're going to see in the first round, the second round, the conference finals, and the finals. And like they're going to need Anthony Davis at you know the level he was at last year in the playoffs and the finals, if not better. And I don't think I don't think two weeks of rest gets him closer to that. I think probably two weeks of playing gets him closer to that.
1: Yeah, but two weeks of a week of re- and a half. Yeah, but but a week and a half, two weeks of rest uh, also does not allow him to walk into the scores table. You know what I mean? You're not oh, wrong, Fred, but now
0: you're being hard spread.
4: But at this point, though, right? Like, if you can't. I mean, you've got bigger problems, right? If, you, if if you can't say that, I mean, Anthony Davis is going to play six games, and we've got to worry about him making it through it. Um, because you, you know, beyond this season, like this is the future of your franchise, and you're not going to be able to to just you know bubble wrap him, you know, year in year out, um, despite sort of the desire to maybe do so. Um, I get your point. Look, they're not. Gonna, I don't believe they're going to catch Dallas. I think they're going to lose tonight. I don't think they're going to catch Portland. I think they're destined for the playing. It seems like it. Unless something weird happens with one of those other two teams. Um, they're playing some of the worst basketball in the Western Conference right now. Um, these are all hard truths. And, and and you're right. Anthony Davis on the court probably doesn't change any of that stuff. I mean, Alex Caruso's question. Like, no one, literally no one to dribble the ball off the floor and pass it to Anthony Davis. Right, like It doesn't matter that he's not there. Um, you know, they could... It could be Anthony Davis and Shaq tonight. That wouldn't matter because there'd be nobody throwing the ball. Right. Um, I I think ultimately the what you can hope for out of these games is like you know maybe eighty sprinkles in the thirty point game, you know, and starts to get a little confidence back, a little rhythm back. You know, we saw him go two for nine. We saw him miss a ton of jump shots late against the Denver Nuggets. Like you know, if the Lakers are going to win, they're going to need those shots to fall, and they're going to need that guy to play with confidence and with his legs underneath him, and, and, and back sort of in game shape and. And, and that's more important. I'm offended, Fred, that you that that you think that it'd be better just to shut it down. Offended as a competitor.
1: <laughs> I'm a competitor too, but I know what matters and I know what doesn't matter, Dan. And yeah, it'd be nice to win in Portland tonight. But the truth of the matter is, it doesn't matter.
4: Oh, and and I agree with you about that. But I think to win to to win the way that they're going to need to win, you know, in two weeks in the postseason, if they need AD to be better than he's been. And I don't think. Locking them in a gym um, where there's no one to run into, it, I don't think it gets you better. I think, like, I mean, players say it all the time, right? Like, you can't simulate game reps. You can't simulate game time. And this is a team that's disjointed already, that has a front court pairing that is awkward in Anthony Davis and Andre Drummond. Not only because of the fact when people say, like, hey, can we talk to AD, someone has to say, which one? Like, it's awkward beyond that, even, too, right? um you've got guys that aren't a perfect fit and they need to figure it out um and 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 yeah i mean look this isn't it's not like these games you're going to learn anything great about the lakers they don't have dennis Schroeder. they're not going to have lebron james probably not to the middle of next week at some point um you you know like they've (laughs) got they've got to figure this stuff out so how do you best use this time and yeah i get that there's an injury risk with anthony Davis being out there but like he needs to be better and they need him to be a, a star player. And the best way to get to that sort of level is to be on the court and kind of work off whatever rust you still carrying around with him.
2: Are, are we going to be shocked with anybody that comes out of the West, Dan? I, I, you look at it now, it
4: seems like it's going to be pretty pretty I mean, Denver, exciting. I, mean, Denver would surprise, I think Denver would surprise me without Jamal Murray. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, the Clippers would surprise me because of sort of, not not because of the talent, like it would be like, wow, they finally got over the hump. You know, like, that would be a, 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 a noteworthy story. Um, but, yeah, no, you look around, you're right. I mean, like, it, it's not inconceivable, say, and I don't think this is going to happen, right? But, like, look at the way, like, the Dallas Mavericks have played, um, you know, lately. And, and like, look, the schedule is going to be soft for them as, as, as they kind of go into the finish line. They play like, Cleveland twice and stuff like that, and they're going to look pretty good in these games. But, like, you know... I, could we see sort of, like, a, a wild, like, just a totally wild, like, six weeks from Luka Doncic where he's just unstoppable? I, I think that's, mm. that seems plausible this year, especially, you know, if yep. LeBron James isn't there and Steph Curry's not there. Like, could he be the best player in the conference in, in the playoffs? Yeah, sure. Um, could the same thing happen with, like, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert? Like, yeah. You know, I think so. Could it happen with <laughs> with Phoenix and Chris Paul and Devin Booker? Sure. Um, certainly could happen with the Clippers. Um, and I mean, it's still like, it's to me, this is like the crazy thing about the Lakers. It's like still not even out of the realm of possibility that it's the Lakers, you know, like this team has felt like snake bit in a way where it seems really unlikely that like all of a sudden luck is going to turn for them. Right. It just doesn't, just doesn't seem like it's their year. Right. But I, like I've said all along, I really feel like there is one undeniable truth about the Lakers and that's a healthy LeBron James and how the Anthony Davis give them a chance to win the title regardless of everything else. And, you know, in a week and a half and two weeks, they may have that, that thing that, and and they may be the scariest seven seed of, you know, in NBA playoff history. Like it it really is weird. Um, They've got some other flaws, obviously. Um, We've seen sort of the lack of, playmaking here um is on full display right now uh like they haven't shot the ball very well all year but they're a really good defensive team when they're healthy and those teams do well in the playoffs and and, and so yeah no Rodney I think you're right I mean like we could flash forward to you know to you know June or something like that right now and you could tell me who was in the finals and like I mean if you said Portland I'd be like okay like you, could, I it, I wouldn't be like you're lying. I guess is my point. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right,
1: Dan. Thanks for coming on. Good stuff as always. You have a
4: great weekend. All right, guys. You be good to be safe out there. Hey hey, 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 Rodney. Yes, sir. Just just got paid. <laughs> Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
1: guys. Be good. Party. Okay, we're back to wrap it up in a minute here. Hogan and Rodney. Rodney Peach. An athlete. Rodney Peach. A father. Rodney Peach. An LA icon. Rodney Peach. And this guy. Red Rogan. AM 570, LA Sports. Well, we all know Mother's Day is Sunday. Say thank you for all that she does with the ultimate relaxing experience. The Spa Day at Burke Williams, exclusive Mother's Day packages come with a three-day spa pass, and gift cards never expire. Visit BurkeWilliams.com slash Mother's Day for the perfect gift of gratitude. Hey, Mother's Day to me always one of the most important days of the year. I lost my mom when I was young. She was very important to me. Meant the world to me. So I say it every year. You get one mom. Love them. Love them hard and love them as long as you can. Because if you don't have them, you're gonna miss them. Rodney Kevin, thank you. Great week. Rodney, we'll talk to you Monday. So I fight with my pen. Late night,
2: down sunset, like in the scene. What's the worst they could do to a player got me lost in hell to live and die in that lake Oh, bear, my people say. To live and
3: die in town that
2: late.